Hey everyone, this is Ashley, and you are listening to the Call to Build podcast. Today I'm sitting down with Kenzie Elizabeth, a vlogger and podcaster, as we talk about her journey and her calling that she started when she was only 17 years old. There is no age definition to when God calls us to something or when he wants us to start it and what that looks like in facing opposition or people not understanding what it is that we're called to. Kenzie's platform is online and that can be very exposing and she talks about how she deals with that and the different ways that she has seen God use her no matter what age she is. I hope you enjoy today's episode. to build. Today, I'm very excited to talk to Kenzie Elizabeth, and she knows what she's talking about here. So she is someone that has 83,000 Instagram followers and 368,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I know how much just one of those takes. So I'm excited to hear how she gets all of this done and really how she started and what she feels called to. So welcome, Kenzie. Hi. Oh my gosh. That's a nice intro. I'm so excited. Also, I love your hoops. They're so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's like everyone says, um, you need to wear something else besides hoops in your life. I'm like, I can't. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Kenzie. Um, I'm 23. I live in Dallas, Texas. I was raised here. I love Texas. Um, I started YouTube when I was 16. I started a podcast, I think I was 21, I want to say. Yeah, and I'm just really on the internet pretty much on every single platform. Yeah, nice. I love that. Okay, so what inspired you to start, like, you started YouTube first, right? Yeah. So I started YouTube when I was 16. Um, I was in a really bad place. I had a lot going on at home. It was really, like, chaotic time, really hard for me, and YouTube was a really nice escape. Um, distraction almost it was like an escape from reality and I kind of wanted to be that for other people so that's kind of how I got into YouTube to begin with and then um, naturally it just kind of progressed into podcasting okay so what do I didn't really take a deep dive into your YouTube but what kind of content are you do you have different subjects that you talk about or what do you do over there yeah yeah, so my YouTube channel is a lifestyle vlog channel. So a lot okay. of it's vlogs, my daily life, product favorites, advice videos, cooking. It's lifestyle, which is like a nice way of saying it's kind of like whatever I'm into at the moment. Okay, okay. All right, well, that's awesome. Okay, so I noticed then also that you have the living room daily. Yes. And what has inspired that like branch? So I grew up in Texas around like cultural Christianity and I didn't grow up in a family that like went to church every Sunday or anything like that. So I kind of found faith on my own, like through my friends at school. And when I was in church for a few years, like middle school, early high school, I really struggled with feeling like I didn't really like fully fit in. I didn't really fully have the older girls weren't like the nicest to me either, which I had never experienced that in school because I was just friends with everyone. Like it wasn't like that at all in school, but I didn't really feel I had someone that I could look up to that I related with on other levels outside 
the faith. I think like girls in the South have it made because if you really kind of subscribe to more of like that style of whatever it might be, you have so many people and there's nothing wrong with that. Like some of them are my best friends. It's just, that's not really me. So when I was younger, I felt like I didn't really have someone that I related to in other aspects of faith as well as faith. So as I've gotten older, I felt like I needed to do this thing called the living room, which the Instagrams are the living room daily. And then we have Patreon where there's a bunch of faith content. But I just thought there was a almost like a gap in the market, for lack of a better term. It's not really like a, this whole businessy thing, but for people who um, had like a different style, I don't know how to describe it. We're just a little bit different and didn't necessarily like fully subscribe to the people out there. Cause when I was younger, like I said, I didn't really have someone that I related to. So if I could, you know, be that for someone or someone else could be that for, you know, someone else I bring on the living room could be that for someone that was kind of the vision behind it. A lot of people, because I've talked about my faith journey, I ended up going to Bible college, which was like the last thing anyone would have expected me to do. Um, and I was in and out of church. Like I said, I get so many messages from people being like, Oh, hi. Um, I, now I kind of think I can go back to church. Like I never, Really related to anyone but seeing you made me think like oh maybe I could do that which is ultimately how I ended up going back to church I had friends who were also like into church at one point and I was like oh maybe I could do that as well um so the living room is basically that to like a larger scale all right so do you feel like you know at this point like what you are called to I feel like uh, going to Bible college like really changed a lot of that. I definitely, there are certain things, but also I've learned like your calling changes throughout life. So I don't really look at like, oh, I know what I'm called to and this is it. There's things that like visions and things that have been like prophesied and all that stuff over me like later on in life. So yes, Mm -hmm. I do, but I, um, I try to not overcomplicate it for myself because I feel like if I am so like I know what I'm called to do and then to me this is this is more of what it is like I will feel like I know what I'm called to do and then God does it in a totally different way and then I'm like confused you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so it's like I know what I'm called to but also at the very the basics of every Christian's called to the same thing as well Right, Um, right right that is kind of what I try to focus on but I also feel like it just changes throughout life so like, yeah. yes and no, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really good. One of the best quotes I've ever heard is become more, more committed to the Holy spirit than to the calling because the Holy yeah. spirit will blow like wind. And like you said, like, I remember one time I had this like conversation with the Lord, we were watching this documentary of like underwater things and this amazing mm-hmm. like beauty underneath there. And I was like, Lord, why would you put that under the sea where no one can see it? You know, he's like, and I felt like he said to me in my spirit, like, because I'm creative. Like, will you let me be as creative with your life as I am with these things? You know? And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh wow. Like maybe what we, and and like, even what you're doing is probably no one's ever done before. I mean, very few people, let's be honest, like with all the different streams that you're doing. And I'm sure that feels scary sometimes because you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm just trying things and seeing hundred percent. Yeah. So like, how does that feel? Because I, I could see that that's a little bit of like, you're foraging something, especially as a Christian in an industry that is not, like you said, you see a gap for that. Um, how has that been? Has it been scary? Has it been fun? Both. I think even before I had the living room and just on a day to day, I remember talking to 
um, kind of a mentor of mine. And I was like, I just wish that someone was in this space also because it's, there's like a tension of having a platform and being a part of the local church, just this weird thing that I don't even know how to describe. It's just weird. And I was talking to this mentor and I was like, I just wish that there was someone who I knew who was five years ahead of me or 10 years that I could talk to. Um, and I'm sure there are, and I just don't know them. So if you have <laughs> any one of them, like message me. Um, but she was like, that's kind of, she's like, that's like the tension of like pioneering and like being yes. a pioneer. And that's also something that like, I know to be true. Um, it's very lonely. It's very isolating. You kind of want to the day even with the living room like that has been even I was talking about that this week like we had a bunch of like issues with stuff that was going on and I was like it would be so much easier if I just like backed off especially to when like I'm 23 and I have a lot of friends who are also like normal you know and so and I mean normal as far as like not like super into their faith I don't mean normal like you know whatever and like there almost is like I, I don't know. I think that there's always going to be tension with whatever you're doing, but I don't think that that means like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. So just taking it more of day by day, instead of being like, this is my huge vision that I have. And like, while I do have huge vision, I think sometimes um, focusing on that too much for me personally can hold me back. It's like when people always say like, God doesn't tell you, like if God showed you your whole life, like you wouldn't want to do it because okay. over at once it's too overwhelming. And so I try to just focus on like the day-to-day of this is what I'm doing and also stewarding what I have now rather than like, oh, this is where I want to be in five years. It's like, oh, well, that's great. But like there, so get to that point. Right. When you think about what you're doing now and of course, like how it's going to develop and there's people that look to you, I'm sure they look up to you and learn from you. What advice might you give those people who are wanting to maybe go in the same lane as you or even pursue their calling in any way what kind of advice would you give them I think for this specifically everyone deals with imposter syndrome to some degree I don't feel like I've really dealt with it in my other avenues but with the living room I'm like okay I'm 23 like I don't know I don't have the answers I don't know I know that I'm called to do this like I know that I'm supposed to be doing this but I don't feel like I'm the qualified I don't know the most I don't have the best advice I don't you know, like that can definitely like set, like hold you back, whatever that might be. Um, And if I hadn't, honestly, if I hadn't gone to the school that I was at for two years where they teach you that all the time and like drill that into you, that it's all like, you're, that's not, you can't listen to those lies, even though they're like true. Um, But you can't listen to the lies (laughs) that like, you're not qualified and you're not that and let that hold you back. And that's why I'm always like one day at a time. Like, I don't feel like I know the most. I don't feel like I'm the most qualified. I don't feel like any of those things, but I'm like, I'm willing and able, like I will do it. I will follow what I feel like God has told, like called me to do. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm the smartest in the room. That doesn't mean I know the most. Like I learn from people that are a part of the living room, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just like, I think making yourself available and just following what you feel like God has called you to do regardless of the imposter syndrome, because that's just something that that is something that's a human nature, like tendency. Um, and if you let imposter syndrome hold you back, like you're ultimately not going to fulfill the call that God has on your life. And the other thing that I think about too, it is not your job to explain what God has called you to do. Mm. Like I think about that all the time. I think it's incredibly important to be under leadership and mentorship. I am, I stress that. And I think every single thing that I record or film, I'm so for being under authority and being submitted and all those like biblical principles, because 
without it, especially at 23, you can get a little off and weird. And, and I don't mean weird and like, Oh, that's weird. I mean like weird spiritually, like that's not in line. Um, so I think like being under authority is really important because they can kind of guide you if they're hearing from God as well, things like that. Um, but ultimately like, it's not your job to explain what you feel like God has called you to do. Um, don't use that as an excuse to like go off the wall and like, you know, do something that's like crazy. That is clearly not what God has called you to do, but just remember that. Cause I feel like, especially, you know, the digital age is new and it's something I'm so involved in. Um, and I don't, I don't need to like explain a bunch of things to people, you know? That's good. That's really good. I, I feel like that is so actually how God uses people as well. And like, if you see the things in the Bible, (laughs) you know, he told Noah, go build a boat. It had never rained. It it made no sense to anybody else. Like, it's almost like you can't even explain it sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I just have to do this. So I think that's such a good thing to remember that first of all, you don't have to have a plan. Not really. You know what I mean? Like, I guess Noah had a plan if we're going to use that analogy, but like you are saying, you don't have this grand plan. And I think sometimes people who are watching other people walk in their calling think they have this big plan, but in reality, you're just obeying one day at a time and being brave every day over and over again, because it, it's scary to, to put yourself out there, like you said, and get into that new realm and think like, okay, I, it's okay for me not to be an expert. Like I'm going to still try and I'm still going to yeah. be here to love and serve people. That's basically what your heart is behind it. I'm hearing. And especially when you're like, I think just being young, I, there's so many people around me that know so much more than me. And mm. Was like when I lived in LA, I went to school for so like, I'm so grateful to have been a part of what I was a part of because I had so many mentors around me and leaders. And I think like brains, like asking them questions, being humble, asking them what you need to improve on things like that. Mm. Um, not taking everything so personally, but also just being willing to learn, I think is so helpful because like mm. you can, you can avoid mistakes that they've made. Um, yeah. And also it's pretty rare that like someone doesn't want to help a younger, like someone who, especially college, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I think like leaning into that as much as possible is like the biggest cheat sheet. And also by doing that, I've realized like even getting like, you know, hanging out with my pastor, like old leaders and things like that, that everyone has dealt with. Like there's going to be, there's things that I will go to them and I'm like so open and I share this with them. And they're like, okay, that's like so normal. Like right. everyone feels <laughs> that I felt that. And then it makes you feel like, Oh, you realize like, Um, oh, I'm not alone. Like this is actually just like something that I like people go through, you know? Yeah, that's so wise. That's really good. And I think that's a great, you know, piece of advice to connect to people is like you said, get those people around you who can speak that you can be honest with about what you're going through. And then realizing Mm -hmm. like, actually, I'm not crazy. (laughs) I'm totally just part of the human experience. And it's going to be hard. I think we have this idea that life is supposed to just go from the bottom to the top. And it's just, if you're not doing that, you're doing something wrong, but that is not true. Everyone hits road bumps. Everyone struggles. Everyone thinks like, did I hear God? Right. Like, what am I doing? (laughs) 100%. I've heard it even sad when people are like, if it's God, it's going to be easy. And I'm like, where did you get that from? Because like, I don't think Jesus dying on the cross was easy for him. Like, 
and I hear it often too. And I'm like, I, I oh, don't know true. what you're talking about, but I'm like, right. most things that I feel that I know were God were not easy. You know, like right. it's not just this like point A to B, you know? That's so true. I know even I, I was writing this week about Joseph and about his brothers were jealous yeah. of him, right? Through him or sold him into slavery. And there's like this little verse in Psalms. I'm pretty sure it was like, God sent a man ahead of them in order to save them. And to think that his plan of salvation for the Israelites came through slavery and wrongly um, accused in prison, because we always think like, God wants to do the greater and the bigger and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, or you might go to prison. So it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And people have a lot to say when they're not really doing anything. Like I know that is some sort of cliche, but like, I don't, I have a lot to do. I'm not talking about what someone else is doing. And like, like, I don't know. I, I think any energy that you're placing that's like negative towards someone else when you could be like celebrating someone else is just like dumb, unless it's like catastrophic and something needs to be said, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's wasted energy. So, okay. Well, let us know how we can connect with you further and any, like any projects you have coming up, anything you're excited about, like, let us know what those are. Um, mainly these days it's the living room. So you can follow on Instagram, the living room daily. And then, um, that's basically just a promo account essentially for the Patreon, which has like Bible studies. We're doing like women in the Bible starting next Monday. Um, we do podcasts, different videos with like all different types of people. Then my YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Kenzie Elizabeth. And then my podcast is I love you so much with Kenzie Elizabeth available where all podcasts are found. All right. And I'll make sure to tag all of those in the show notes so that people can be able to click over on them. And I just wanted to ask too, um, with your Patreon Bible studies and all that, is there a certain demographic that is like joining those groups, like, or it can be any age or anyone. We have girls and guys. Um, okay. We have all different ages. Anyone. Yeah. Perfect. Just because, you know, I'm a little bit older. So I want to make sure <laughs> that anyone can be welcome in there. So that's awesome. <laughs> all right, Kenzie. Well, thank you so much for being on. And we are excited to see everything else that God has for you. You're just at the beginning. So this is very thank exciting. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so thank you, and um, we will talk to you guys soon. Well, I hope that encouraged you today and that you can take some of those things away and apply it to your own situation. If you enjoyed listening today, we would love it if you would share and rate the podcast. That helps so much. And if you want to take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share it on your Instagram stories and tag called to build or me, ashley.morgan.jackson. We will be able to see those and share those out as well. We thank you so much for listening and for your support. And we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening.